Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you waited so she tried to say hold on into the mic and then almost sneezed directly into the mic. You didn't have to say hold on. You could have just sneezed. Why did you do that? Because I, I, you know, I'm not sure. Hello, baby dear. Dear. It's it's plural, even though it's, there's no S. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends. Did you hear me? It's dear. Yep. It's, okay. The podcast <laughs> ends with a question mark. Starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Dot. Hey. I'm sick. And this is today's <laughs> question. Hey, Katie and Ashley. Dot. <laughs> so my question is, my mom just got me a waffle maker, but she didn't know that I already had two fully functioning waffle makers. So now I've got... Three waffle makers. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with three waffle makers? All right. Thanks for the help. Good. What? That was weird. What happened? He called back just moments later. Of course he did. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. I just called and left a nice little message about a little waffle maker conundrum I'm having. Uh, but realized that I forgot to give my name. So, hey. I'm Joey from Utah. All right. Bye, guys. Love the show. XOXO. JoJo. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, how, how are we to know that's the same guy with the waffle maker conundrum? <laughs> yes. Maybe it's... I'll assume it's probably him, but it could... We get a lot of waffle maker-related questions here at sports, mm-hmm. so it's tough to say. So we'll just assume that that was Joey. Joey, thanks for your question. Thanks, JoJo. Three waffle makers... I'm over here with a whopping zero, mm. so I'm a little upset. So I guess first suggestion, give me a waffle maker. <laughs> now we're down to two. Uh, I think then you can open your own continental breakfast buffet. <laughs> Is that the one that, what's the one that doesn't, does continental have hot stuff? No. It's the other one, the like, na- the American breakfast? I don't know. You know when you go to a hotel yeah, and they're like, we, we, we have, have a waffle omelets maker. And, yeah. yeah. I loved making my own waffle. Yeah. I've never done it at home, though. Put chocolate chips in that. Oh, well, that so seems good. like it'd get messy. But then it you doesn't. just, if it were to, you just toss a waffle maker and you still have two left. You don't, you never I have go to crazy. <laughs> I go on Pinterest or like all those websites that give you like recipes of crazy shit you can make in your waffle maker. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen people do, I feel like you can make an omelet in the shape oh, of yeah, a waffle. Yeah, you can. Get crazy and experiment with some weird stuff because if you ruin your waffle maker, mm. you got backup waffle makers. Yeah. I think you should go, you should try some stack items because if you make one waffle and then you have to wait for the next waffle, the first one's cold. By the time you make the third one, you need to do like a triple decker. You can put like My ice God. cream in there. You Belgian waffle in there. You want to make three? You'd like a club a sandwich. Si- well, but you're splitting it with five other people. That's a gigantic maybe waffle. Maybe have some waffles I for th- the table. You guys are totally burying the lead here. Like what does a dude have two waffle makers in the first place for? Is well, he making that many waffles? He already has two by himself. Stop. It's not important, but the lead is the most important part. That's the most important um, part. And what you've said is just a, called a minor detail. But yeah, I would assume. I don't know. It's like the. It's like a like a scenario in which you know he probably asked for one, and then a bunch of people got it for him. 
mm. maybe at the same he just time. moved in with a roommate or a significant other. He, they, he had a question. waffle maker. They had one. Well, then I guess that wouldn't. I mean, possession is nine tenths of the law, but that wouldn't mean he has three waffle makers. Well, in the presence of his, maybe he should start examining. He should start examining what it is about him as a person that makes people want to buy him a waffle maker. <laughs> because clearly, uh, he's a waffly kind of guy. Mm. Is he wearing a lot of Henley shirts? Does he wear? Uh, wow. Does he wear long underpants? Does he always get waffles? I don't, I, that's a very interesting situation, but I think we've at least come up with a couple solutions. You can get fast and loose with your waffle maker because you've got backup ones. So, mm-hmm. uh, Joey, Jojo, if, uh, if you don't come up with something that like knocks our socks off, like a weird way in which someone can use their waffle maker, then you've kind of let us all down. Mm-hmm. What was the point of having three waffle makers if not to experience new horizons and go on a, ju- a culinary journey oh. through the possibilities of a waffle maker? You know what? I, I bet that's how George Foreman got started. He just had a waffle maker and he's like, what if this was flat? Boom, has a grill, tons of money and eight kids named George. Even the girls. <laughs> I think he's got a Georgia, a Georgina. Anyway, that was today's question. I think we answered it. Love you, Jojo. Uh, if you want to leave up a voicemail, what is it, Ashley? Leave up a voicemail. You think about it too much I, now. Because the voice... You only mess it up one time. I know. And now you like, bad. leave up a voice. Because I want to make the, the C in voicemail an leave F. Up so it's voice. leave up a voicemail, but that's not right. Leave up a voicemail. Oh, do I do the C? You do, you the, do the C. C. Well, you can do an F if you want. Go crazy. Leave up a voicemail. Great. I like that better, <laughs> but I won't be able to do it. Anyway, if you want to do that, the phone number is 860-506-5571. Like I always say, guys, save it in your phone because you're never going to know when you need it. Mm. You never you never know when you're going to get another waffle maker. Mm. Be like, hold on. Thank you for the gift. I need to go make a phone call. <laughs> He's going to sneak outside and call us. So uh, what is it? 860-506-5571. Okay. Uh, today in the podcast. I always forget to write anything next to where it says today on the podcast. <laughs> so let me just try to remember what we're doing today on the podcast. I know the beginning, we're going to do a lot of World Cup stuff. But don't worry. I mean, that's because there's like nothing else happening. But we're do- in typical us fashion, we're going to talk about all the peripheral stories, like the, the weird stuff, the crazy things. And we're going to bring back, I think people liked yeah. Gotta Hear Both Sides. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy doing it because I don't have to really like prep for it. <laughs> so we're going to do a Gotta Hear Both Sides about USA soccer. Mexico. Um, that's about it, right? We're doing stalker stuff. And then we're going to take a little break. And there's going to be a got to hear both sides. But as I just kind of alluded to, this week's show is brought to you by Stitch Fix, which means it's time for me to pretend to be whoever Ashley tells me to be while I tell you about Stitch Fix. So uh, Stitch Fix, that's going to be hard if you give me an accent. <laughs> what do we got this week? Oh. This week, I would like you to do the ad read like you are a game show host. Let's get ready to stitch fix. That's Not more Michael like a Buffer. wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, style. Some of us have it. Some don't. But now it doesn't really matter because we can all pretend we do thanks to our friends at Stitch Fix. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Just picturing like a wheel. Okay. I've oh. been here before. <laughs> and the wheel never comes. <laughs> Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and budget right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet. Your personal stylist then hand-selects five brand-new clothing items 
just for you. Ooh, it's like a used car salesman. <laughs> I know a personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but now you can too. <laughs> Come on down to having a personal stylist. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep. And since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. When your items arrive, try them on and only pay for what you keep. <laughs> Don't like something? Need another size? Just send the items back. No questions asked. And shipping is always free both ways. I don't know what's happening. Get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours and yours alone. Now I'm being Olmec from, <laughs> from Legends of the Hidden Temple. So good. <laughs> the choice is yours and yours. He's technically we'll a game show save announcer. That one down for another option. I love Stitch Fix. I've already got a nice casual. This is weird, but I'm going to plow through it. <laughs> I love Stitch Fix. I've already got a nice casual blazer, some suede pants that are actually just socially acceptable pajamas, and a white summery top I feel I've been looking for for three years. Oh, that's real. It's like real. those suede those pants you have. I love so all of them. soft. I know. Yes. Wait till you see the white top. I'm going to bust it out when you least expect it. I'm doing something right now. Oh, sorry, sorry. Can we talk about this later. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash Katie to get started now. Keep all five items in your box and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash Katie. Stitchfix. Wow. <laughs> Almost made it. <laughs> stitchfix.com slash Katie. It's hard to not do a wrestling announcer. I couldn't tell if I was going in and out too much. I think you did a great job. Thanks, Ash. You always do. I keep you around. I'm so supportive. <laughs> oh, what? Wouldn't you keep around somebody who's so supportive? I don't know. I've never had someone like that. All right. We're cold. Oh, oh, my goodness. Can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. We can do the work. We can go through it together. I've been sick. Just, my brother just got married. I just have meant to be there for you. I missed you guys. We missed you too, Top. Welcome back. Oh, hey, thanks. In like 10 seconds or less, tell us where you went and how it was. Uh, I went to Orlando. Uh, it was fantastic. And then I came home and spent time with my parents. And that's So a it. World Cup update. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's awesome. We're very happy to have you back. We missed you very much. Hey, thanks. I miss you guys too. I thought you guys were going to talk more. I took a sip of water. <laughs> uh, all right. We got some World Cup dates. World Cup dates. That's actually loved that pun. I wanted to make sure so I got good. that in. World Cup dates. Do you get it? It's like updates. Oh. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, we're not going to talk too much about the actual games because you're watching them. So you don't need us to tell you soccer happened. But I will say, in case you haven't watched them, some kind of shocking outcomes in the early games. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, as I just kind of said, I was at a wedding this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm also sick. Uh, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, I was at a wedding this weekend. So I, was is my brother's wedding, um, and so I missed a bunch. I didn't get to watch as much of this all as I normally would have. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fix that going forward. The situation will be ameliorated. But uh, I had to listen to a bunch of the games like on Sirius, 
XM, like on the drive to Boston, which, by the way, oh boy, the drive there was seven and a half hours for no reason because you people want to take summer Fridays, which means any time between two and six, you leave work, which means when I leave New York at noon, I don't get to Boston till seven thirty because it's just constant. What is that about summer Fridays? You have to go to work still. It's just warm outside. I know it's like a thing that brings people joy, and I don't mean to. I want you to keep it. I'm just saying it. It upset me. So I was like, oh, I don't have work on Friday. I took off, so I have the luxury of like going. And uh, it didn't matter. I should have left at six a.m. I don't know. It was terrible. I'm sorry. Should I get back to the soccer? Most likely. So anyway, uh, quick recap: Germany lost to Mexico. Yeah, which is surprising, shocking. Yeah. Uh, Argentina, who, you know, we said was in sync. <laughs> they drew against Iceland, the Mighty Ducks. Also shocking. Yeah. Messi missed a PK. Yikes. The Iceland goalie director saved it. <laughs> yeah. He does a, he does a lot of things and one of them is save goals. Yeah. By the greatest, by the Argentinian Sala. Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> you know, Brazil drew Switzerland. Yeah. I mean, and Russia, I don't know. Apparently good. This. No, they're not good. Did they win today? Did yes. They, they just beat Egypt. Uh, yeah, lowest ranked team in the tournament. Uh, they beat Saudi Arabia 5 nothing, And then they beat Egypt. What was the final score? I want to say 3-1 last I checked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that, that Spain-Portugal game was crazy. That was awesome. Extra crazy because, as usual, uh, we recorded a podcast and the next day <laughs> news came out. Spain fired their coach. It's, it's like, it's my, it's the most reliable thing about this podcast. <laughs> it's so like true. death, taxes, and we will talk about something that the next day the news changes before the podcast goes up. <laughs> it's infuriating. But whatever. Uh, they, they drew. You want to know, uh, which good team Hasn't lost? Belgium, my boys. This is a waffle-themed podcast. Seriously. <laughs> You're strictly talking. You didn't. It's all I was thinking about ever. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's who you are definitively rooting for. Yes. Go Belgium. Dop, who are you rooting for? Nigeria. Why? Uh, because I think it would be cool to see Nigeria win. No, Dop, tell us really why you're rooting for Nigeria. What you told me yesterday when I said why. I want somebody that isn't like... No, again, he's going to come up with something fake. What is it? Why did I say? Because I I, like their uniforms. Well, they're cool looking, okay? (laughs) They are cool looking. Don't judge me because I like the way that they dress. Look, I love their uniforms too. I'm judging you because I don't think... I think you're taking the easy answer because you know I love their uniforms. I don't really think... Did you even listen to the podcast when you weren't here last week? You bet I did. I listened to at least half of it. Oh! That's actually more than he normally listens to. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I mean, we tried to help people pick their teams. I know you did. Did you? Did you? That didn't help at all? You just wanted to pick them because you like their uniforms? No, I just like listening to the stories you guys tell. Wow. Wow. Half of them at least. But I'm going to move on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I still don't really know who I'm rooting for. Because I was thinking about this as much as I love Mo. Like, actually, as a Mo fan, I should want him not to play. I don't want him to get hurt yeah. again. I'd like him to get, you know, well-rested. And if they were to get eliminated, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. But the way that it is. And so, best of luck. So you're rooting for Russia? I don't know. <laughs> God, no. 
I don't know. I don't really, uh, I'm just rooting for good games. Oh, right. Back to that. Just rooting for real good games. Okay. Just want everybody to play their best. I want there to be, I brought orange slices. Okay. It's just here to make sure everybody's compete. Are you writing down things I could potentially leave? Yeah. Minnesota mom. Oh, Bobby. Don't you know? <laughs> oh, my friends in high school used to call me Kath. Wow. Say I was a soccer mom who'd be driving a minivan. It's really good. I'll, by the time you ask me to do it for the podcast, I'll forget how to do it. <laughs> so get it in now. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, speaking of who we're rooting for, Landon Donovan, uh, got in a bit of a, could we call it a controversy? A kerfuffle. Mm. A little bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> a bit of a, a Belgian waffle conundrum this week. Uh, because he, for an advertisement for, who's it for? A bank, Wells Fargo. He is, he's in this campaign holding a scarf that says, my other team is Mexico. Now, uh, casual fans may not know, but even, I bet they would. U.S. looks at Mexico as a rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Dos Acero, there's all that history. What's wrong? What are you laughing at? Just the fact that U.S. looks at Mexico as a rival. I just think it's funny. Why is that funny? I think you have to be a good team to have rivals. Oh! That's not patriotic. All right. Dop. Dop. What? I, no, I'm not disagreeing. I just, I love the like, from the top rope. I wasn't even done unpacking the story yet. And Dop went, <laughs> chuckled. And I'm like, oh no, did I get something wrong? No, of course not. He just wanted to get that hot fire taken. Yeah. That was it? That was, that's that was all it. That is, yeah. <laughs> all right. Don't make me back it up. Come on. You're no, you're right. I'm not, not going to make you bake your take. Bake your take. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically, he's in this ad campaign where he's saying his other team is Mexico. And a whole bunch of former U.S. players, um, Taylor Twelman was one of them, um, criticized his support for Mexico, urged fans not to support their pro- uh, the U.S. team's primary rival. Um by the way, Landon Donovan, our all-time leading scorer right. on the national yeah. team, um, he came out and explained himself. Um, but I just thought this whole thing was kind of interesting. Of like, who cares? A lot of people, apparently. Why? You know what? This seems like a thing, Katie, where we could hear. I think maybe we got to hear both sides. Oh, <laughs> you know? Do we gotta hear both sides? Of the story, Ash? You told you me you would at, step you on my throat. You looked at me like you were going to do it. it. I did. <laughs> I did tell you that off I I may have of said. The story. You might have heard me wrong. I didn't say step on your throat. I said I will uh, 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 step on your throat and only slept, pick up my foot I will have when slept I have with to. a goat. <laughs> Look, I was really proud of Gotta Hear Both Sides as the name for a segment. And Ashley was like, Gotta Hear Both Sides of the Story. And was going to make a joke. Yeah, see, when you do with that you little head bop, you do that little that's thing. where the throat comes in. She does that little head bop. And you're like, let me just stop it from happening. But and then I felt bad because it brings you so much joy, even though it's a well-named segment. And we don't have any of those. I'm going to let you for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Gotta Hear Both Sides of the Story. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, Doc. Sides of the story. Okay, we're not going to do it the whole time. So you said the rest of the I know, episode. just anytime it comes up. Okay. Uh, Doc, last yes. week when we did this. Yeah. Uh, you guys recorded a podcast last week? We did. The show must go on, as they say. 
Really didn't notice the difference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, except in this one part where I needed a ding sound effect and we just had one ready to go. That's that's perfect. Is that okay? And I, yeah, and since you didn't listen to the whole podcast, let me just explain to you or anybody who missed last week what the segment is. Uh, it's based off a segment we used to do on the Emmy award-winning television show Crowd Goes Wild. I'm just kidding. We didn't win anything. <laughs> we won canceled. Um, <laughs> where I would... Uh, Take a statement, declarative statement, and I would argue in support of it. And then Regis would ring a bell when he felt like it could be in the middle of a sentence. And I would have to switch over to argue the opposite side of what I was currently arguing. So, uh, let's stop. Are you, you feel like you can hit that bell whenever you feel like it's funny for me to switch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Much Kool-Aid man is That's here. what it was. Yeah, you did it. Um, so let's start with a declarative statement. Okay. Dop, what do you think? What should I, what's the argument? I think maybe it should be it's okay for Landon Donovan to root for Mexico. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Of course it's okay for Landon Donovan to root for Mexico. The United States didn't make it. So we've got to choose somebody else to root for. And sure there's a bunch of other teams. This one's the closest to us. He's got a connection to Mexico. It's on the same continent as us, and that's exactly why you can't root for them. Are you kidding? How many other teams are there in the World Cup, Ashley? 31? Other than Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. I think? Yes. Uh, why couldn't you have picked one of those? There's plenty of them. They're further away. That's stupid, because maybe... Why would he pick those? Everyone's picking those. You're going to pick a team you have a connection to, you've seen before. Lana Donovan... Like, has experience with Mexico. And sure, they're a rival, quote-unquote, even though they kick our asses. They are, they do kick our asses, and that's why we hate them. They suck. I don't want to see somebody from my team go and root for somebody that uh, is, they're supposed to hate all the time. That's like free agency in the NBA, when they all of a sudden are friends with each other. And you're like, no, no, you're supposed to be enemies. You play on opposite teams. So for Landon Donovan to root for Mexico is the best idea ever because this is bigger than soccer. It's not just about like, oh, we've lost a bunch of games. Oh, that's really bad. No, Me- Mexico is our neighbor and we've been treating them. It's a bad time to ring the bell. I'm going to finish this point and you can ring it again when I'm done. Uh, we maybe haven't been treating them very well as neighbors recently. So like him rooting for Mexico, I'm fine with it. Who really cares? I really care because that's insane. And to do it for money. Like, did you see Kyle Martino's tweet? That's the one that really set it home for me when he was like, you know what? It really makes me sick to see people profiting, somebody profiting. Making money off of rooting for a team that made a tournament that we didn't even qualify for. And I was like, man, I feel that anger. Like, you're making money off the United States not making it. And whose fault is that? The United States. I'm sorry, does Landon Donovan still play on the United States soccer team? Because if he does, then let's totally hold this against him. But if he doesn't, then who fucking cares? Who he roots for. He picked this team. And you know what? Those ads, these companies will pay you a bunch of money to say things. He probably was like, no one's going to care. We're just cheering on. But of course people care. And you know who don't care? Non-soccer fans. So for non-passionate international soccer fans to come into this debate and be like, you're overreacting, you shut up. 
You're not part of this conversation. The reason you don't understand the the importance of the Mexico-America rivalry is because you don't give a shit about international soccer one, until it's like once every four years, maybe two if you're woke as fuck and you watch the Women's World Cup. <laughs> and I bet you do because we're actually good at that one. But don't come in here and say that he should should root for... I'm losing it. Which one <laughs> Which was that arguing? Yeah, that seemed like enough. I feel like in the middle I mixed them up by accident. I think it was because I hit it at a really inopportune time where you couldn't – it was a – I think that's on me. I think it was on I me, think, Katie. I was waiting for you to hit it when I was in the middle of reading a tweet and I wanted – I was thought you were going oh, to. I, I like, thought you wanted to get through the tweet. No, I did want – I did. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, God, Dop's going to ring it in the middle of a fucking tweet, which, you know, I actually do have points to make on either side. Right. You know. But you didn't, and for that I was proud of you. But then I was in the middle of saying maybe we weren't being that nice to Mexico, and you were like, "Ding!" Like, well, I can't. I, I, as soon as I well, hit it, I wish I could tell you. About. It. Like, what was I supposed to? There's no way to pivot out of that. Oh, so that was uh I think there's one huge reason. Well, that, I probably was going to get to it, but I, that went real fast for me. What's your huge reason? The huge reason is everyone should be rooting for Mexico because they brought in a warlock. To help them win. Wow. Was that a transition? Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say it's because Landon Donovan pissed on their field one time. Oh. Remember that? No. He, Gosh. I think it was like Mexico reported that he pissed on their field, but it was actually he peed on like a, a bush outside the practice facility or something. Still, yes. there's, there's toilets. But like, you know, has he not done enough for you, America? He scored on him. He pees on him. Now he's like, yeah, sure, we can root for you. You should almost look at it as like, you know. Like, oh, it's so cute. You guys are going to go to the World Cup. We're not going this year, but we'll totally root for you. <laughs> like, just own it. I don't know. I genuinely can hear both sides of that one. And that was, got to hear both sides of the story. Oh, God. Speaking of the story, what did you say? Mexico <laughs> the hired warlock. a warlock. This, seemed, this was a story Ashley came to the podcast rearing to go, ready to talk about. So I'm going to let you unpack it. Rearing. Roaring? I think it's rearing to go. What does that mean? Uh... Hold on, I'm going to Google it. No! <laughs> it is raring The idiom go. uses raring for rearing and alludes to a horse's standing on its... Okay, I don't... It's raring. My bad. That's okay. Rearing can I just be like Dop and go through the rest of my life not knowing I was wrong? You can try, but it's real hard. All right, Ash, you were <laughs> raring to go about... Uh, about... Yeah, it sounds real hard. About the <laughs> warlock. So tell me... I don't get it. So... Mexico has made it out of the group stage every World Cup since 1994, but it hasn't made it past the round of 16 during that time. So they feel like they have a curse on their soccer team. Mm -hmm. So they enlisted the help of Landon Donovan Vasquez, (laughs) who is not just a warlock by profession. He is the country's grand warlock. I feel like uh, that requires a little bit of a what do we have a grand warlock? Low B. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was Holy funny. Sh- Doc? That was really funny, Did you prep Doc? a joke? Uh, well, you know, maybe a little bit. I'm proud of you. That's really good. That was very funny. Thanks, guys. That's so funny. That's what you say when something's truly funny. You say, that's funny, instead of laughing. I do that. Like that episode of Scrubs. I know, because I tell you about it all the time. Is, it, is that Mandy Moore? Is that Mandy Moore in that episode? She's like, that's funny. And then he eventually breaks up with her because he's like, if it's funny, then laugh at it. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we have a Grand Warlock? Like, what? Back to Google. I, I Googled Grand Warlock, which maybe I should have been better at. 
with the help of two priestesses and a rain stick shaped like an ancient Mesoamerican god. Mexico's Grand Warlock cast a spell on Wednesday. I am confused and yet fine with it. Fine with it? I mean, like, I'm fine with, like, I should, typical me wants to know more about, like, is he a... Is he a warlock? Like, is this like a World of Warcraft situation? How did he get the title? Right. Like, who'd he beat out? Right. What acts did he perform? Was there an election? How did I miss it? Mm. <laughs> I just feel like uh, I should have some say in who our warlock is. Although, uh, you will be happy to know he's got a long white beard, just as you'd expect. Thank goodness. Because um, a warlock without a beard is just a witch, am I right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Gosh. It's a goblin. I don't know, you guys. Did you ever watch Lord of the Rings? Here's the thing, if you, yeah, I did. Actually, no, I watched The Hobbit. Anyway, if you, <laughs> if you, uh, search now Mexico's Grand Warlock, you're only getting articles about this thing. Mm-hmm. No one's like, here's the process for coming up with who our Grand Warlock is. This is the problem with the internet, man. We got, to, the Google's too deep. We're gonna start losing information. Okay, keep going with your story. So Sorry. here's my only problem with it. I think it's a great idea. I wonder why it took so long to come up with it. But my issue is that they only asked for Mexico to reach their fifth match. Mm, not great. Like, if you're going to ask for, uh, like, greatness from Quetzalcoatl. Nice. Thank did you, you look the pr- pronunciation up of course on that? I did. Oh, I looked at it and was like, I know that's Quetzal- Quetzalcoatl, I thought. And then I was like, how do I know that? We must have learned it in school. Maybe. Like, why would, the, why would you only ask for that? Uh, why not ask to win? It's a great question. I'm so sorry. I got, I was just, I'm now seeing a lot of these headlines say self-proclaimed Grant Warlock. <laughs> That's what I was just looking it at. It gave me, uh, I got sidetracked of like, oh, guy might not, have, might not be official. I'm not <laughs> sure that he actually has the power because he, he said in 2012 that Obama was going to lose the election. And as we all know, in 2012, that didn't happen. So I don't know as though this actually helps Mexico's chances. Well, mm. they, I mean, they beat Russia, uh, they, but, Germany. He also predicted that uh, El Chapo wouldn't be caught. Oof. Pretty sure he did get, but then they got out, but then he got in again. I have, I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm not sure the current state of El Chapo. <laughs> spouse. Okay. His Wikipedia spouse, at least four. That's all it says. Relatives, at least 10. There's no names. It just says like, we're getting like ballpark. Got about 10 of them. <laughs> got about four of them. Criminal status currently imprisoned. He hmm. escaped in 2001 and 2015. My God. Guy gets out. So wouldn't you ask to win the tournament? You're right. You're right. Get back on track. Get back on track. Uh, yes, you would. But maybe Galaxy Brain. Maybe they're using this Grand Warlock who gets shit wrong a lot, mm-hmm. according to the Google machine. Uh, and they're going to hope that he can break the spell and have him lowball it. So if it doesn't work, they could. It, it oh, may not. Like, okay. Yeah. He'll predict that they make it to whatever. I'm now just um, sidetracked on the fact that they invited a crazy person to their talk to their team. <laughs> desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah. This guy's walking around calling himself the Grand Warlock of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Speaking on a bunch of stuff it doesn't seem he really knows much about. And they were like, why don't you come talk to a team? Things are bad here. Bring a couple priestesses and a rain, and a rain stick. stick. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a couple priestesses. Well, that's another thing. Like the priestesses, that sounds legit. Or are they just women that are like, Nope. What are you doing after this shift? Probably like hi. And they're like, I'm gonna go, you know, like play priestess. Magic. Oh, okay. I, man, I would, there's a whole I seedy underbelly of the world I need to dive more into. <laughs> I need to know more about how I get my warlock coat. 
hat credential credential so they did that mexico went and did that so we'll see how how who doesn't root for them another story from the world cup that i love i just love a member of sweden's coaching staff was caught spying on south korea's training session make your jokes go ahead we don't have to okay good it's all we all know what that's it is that's fine uh, and then South Korea's manager knew that and had their team – I'm just going to read his quote. He knew they were spying on him. And so uh, he said, we switched them around. They had them switch jerseys, the players. Uh, he said, we switched them around because we didn't want to show everything and uh, and they wanted to try and confuse them. They might know a few of our players, but it's very difficult for Westerners to distinguish between Asians, and that's why we did it. He added Riley. So good. In this wry tone was like, you guys get us confused for each other all the time, which may suck for us, but now we're going to make it suck for you. You want to be better than us? You want to aspire in our practice? Learn what we look like. It's you amazing. Dicks. It's like turning it back. That is the best, like, own is the best like one eight? What, what's the word? I'm th- it's like the best like boomeranging it. I don't whatever. That's yeah. the best thing ever. That's I feel comfortable saying <laughs> best thing ever. There's also a, a detail in this story that's getting looked over because everyone's obviously talking about the incredible part, which is that they boomeranged him. I believe is the coin we just termed. <laughs> the coin we just termed. Term we just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a dop day. Yeah, no big let me deal. Take a, let me take a sip of this water. <laughs> don't dop till you get enough. You know. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to read these passages from this article about the spying. The alleged spying incident in question involved Lars Jacobson, a member of Sweden's coaching staff who apparently tried to pass himself off as a curious tourist in order to gain entry into one of South Korea's closed-door training sessions in Austria. The ruse was unsuccessful, and Jacobson was asked to leave. So first of all, that's amazing. I'm going to go spy on their practice by being like, oh, what are you doing in here? Is this, oh, I just want to take some pictures. I got a little, is that Swedish? I don't know. It sounds Minnesota again. The Swedish chef. How does he do a hoity-doity? Whoopty hoity-doity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we get offensive, uh, he's just walking around like, oh, I just was, oh, well, I didn't know. And they're like, yeah, you did know. And goodbye. Then you'd think that'd be the end, right? In America, let's say a, a major sporting league were to have a spying controversy, that would be the end of it. But no, it's not the end here. He then set up camp in a house overlooking the training facility and observed the training sessions using a high-powered telescope and a video camera with a telescopic lens. The house reportedly belonged to a local couple who allowed Jacobson to use it as a base for his soccer-related espionage. Quote, It took a long car journey up the mountains to reach the house but it was a perfect spot to observe the Korean team's training. Jacobson was quoted as saying, (laughs) homeboy who spied on their practice was like, that drive was a hell of a drive. But you know what? We did have the perfect view to cheat. And why am I giving a quote on how we cheated? Can you imagine that pitch? He gets to the house and he's like, excuse me. I got something I want to throw out there. Well, you let me in so cold. Maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe it was an ad read. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Hey, sorry. I'm going to, I, you got to assume pay them. I, it must be. And maybe he just did like a four country. Like we got, but he was in Austria. Austria. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. It's just like, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> and they're probably like, we don't care. Yeah, sure. Go. Look us up on Airbnb, jerk. Like <laughs> we've got a fee that we, that we charge. 
So yeah, I just thought that was wonderful. But like, shout out to the South Korean coach for turning a bad situation into a hilarious one. <laughs> really funny. Um, Sweden all right. did win. They, won, they did? They won that game one nothing. Oh. So maybe it paid off. It what, never pays spying? to cheat, Ashley. Oh. Well. Well. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it for our soccer, I think. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple other stories, but guys, we only got so much time, and we got a bunch of other stuff to get back in, to get into after uh, I tell you about what SeatGeek. Um, but after the, we're we're going to talk about Tom Brady, we're going to talk about uh, some some controversy in the sports media Twitterverse. It's going to be a don't at me. I wonder if those two things are related. Kawhi, I guess. Phil Mickelson. We're going to get into all that. Okay, it's not just stick around. <laughs> but first. A quick word from our sponsor, SeatGeek. What type of words are those going to be, Daniel? Those words are going to be as a student body president trying to get reelected. <clears throat> Good morning, teachers, student body, and listeners. My name is Katie Nolan, and I would like to tell you that SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. I also think that every Friday, we should have chocolate cake in the lunchroom. Do you agree? Yeah! I thought so. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. They search multiple ticket sites for you, which saves you time and money and finds the best deals. They grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats you can afford. And every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. If I'm elected student body president, I will make sure everyone has the SeatGeek app on their phones, and they're allowed to use it in school and in gym class. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's my go-to when I'm looking up tickets to something. Like, Dave Matthews Band is coming to New Jersey this summer, and I don't know, I've never been to a Dave show, but people are always like, man, you've got to see Dave live. So maybe I'll check it on SeatGeek. We'll see. Best of all, if you vote for me for president, my listeners and voters will get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Yeah! Yeah! Does that sound good? Yeah! Are you going to vote, Katie? Yeah! Great. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code N-O-L-A-N for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase and the best Student president, bo- student body president, there ever could be. Yay! <laughs> she had a stroke at the end. It was very sad. Stuff in there. Oh, there's so much snot in my face. Oh wow! You just sounded young. That's I was because well, of that it. was on purpose. Oh, that's my. Also, sometimes that's like my. I'm calling the bank. Like hi, I just put on a fake voice. It's more pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I was going to tell a story about how I might use SeatGeek to go see uh, Dave Matthews Band, but it, yeah, I don't think it felt real. It didn't, it didn't feel natural to that <laughs> that young girl. <laughs> I doubt her friends have always been telling her, you got to go see Dave live. Um, but 
That was me. That was the first concert I ever went to. Yeah, everyone's always like, you've never been? I'm like, yeah, I get it. People like it. But and I like Dave. I just don't know if I want to go to a concert. Well, if you get a really good deal from SeatGeek, maybe I'll have to check it it out. Yeah. I have to go on and see if I can find the best seats within my budget. It's a seven-minute ad read. All right. uh, Let's run through the big headlines people are talking about in other sports. We'll start with uh, Tom Brady did an interview on Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Sunday. Who here listened to it? It's okay if you didn't. Didn't. Did not. Okay. I was asking the listeners. Oh. Oh. So you didn't? Okay. Well, you probably read articles about it because people wrote a bunch of articles about it. I, you know, never one to shirk my responsibilities as a, as a, as a, to be prepped for the pod. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Uh, I listened to it last night. Snooze fest. Oh. Man, oh man. What a snoozathon. Here's the thing. Tom Brady says a thing at the beginning of the interview that you're like, well, then this makes me not want to listen to this interview anymore. And rightfully so. He basically is like, look, I didn't like school. I didn't like, I just like to be outside and I like to play. I like to roll around. I like to be athletic. I like to use my body. Like, that's what I love to do. I don't like to read. I don't like to this. I don't like to that. And I'm like, cool. Here's not a interesting, per- like, you know, he's an interesting person because he's Tom Brady, but the interview you knew wasn't going to be like, well, I read this thing the other day about this and that and the other. His mind isn't a thing I want to pick apart. I want to watch him play and support him as a player and, like, be grateful to have him as my quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's where the fascination about him comes. It's his body. It's his instrument. It's how he – yes, Ashley just made a a thing with her eyebrows. (laughs) I think she is attracted. Are you saying Tom Brady's attractive? I've never heard No, I'm I'm not saying that. We don't objectify athletes on this podcast. If you could just teach your weird (laughs) sexual thoughts about Tom Brady to yourself. Anyway, my point was – I don't care what he has to say. I just want to look at his body. <laughs> That's a terrible people. Uh, no, seriously. I mean, it's not, it's like, fine. So she asked him questions about his diet and they're super boring. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Oprah asked, it was like talking about this dinner she cooked for him or they're going into too much detail. I, I don't, I love Oprah. Mm-hmm. I love Oprah. Like my mom used to make me watch Oprah every day at four o'clock when it came on back in the day. She loved Oprah. And this was just like, I don't know. I think Tom Brady might just be boring, and I'm okay with that. Isn't I feel like that's the bigger point of the story? Is it's not about all of like what he was interviewed about, but just like that he did an interview with Oprah. Like he's moved on from the Mike Reeses and like the NFL reporters, and now he's at that Oprah level. Yeah, but he's always transcended. You know, he's always been the the. He's like this fascination for people. Like if you don't, if you need to name one football player and you don't know anybody in, that plays football, you're saying Tom Brady. If you're yeah, not a football fan, that's fair. Tom Brady. Uh. It was interesting, I will say, to hear somebody outside of the sports media sphere interview a sports person because all the things that were like, well, duh, you can't ask about that. Everybody knows that. Like she was recapping all the old things in a way that you could tell for her she just found out about. Mm -hmm. So she was talking about a scouting report or she's like, I just found out you got picked, you know, whatever, 100, whatever in the draft. Uh, So what is that? I should know that. 199. 199. Yeah. Yeah, Dop knows that. Uh, she's like, you got picked 199th. That was close. Uh, in the draft, there aren't many more than 200. I didn't know that. And like, that's fun. That's fun to hear a different person's perspective other than like, well, we all know where you got picked. And she asked him about a scouting report and how it made him feel. So it was cool to see him with somebody outside of sports media. But I don't know. It, it was, uh, I was a little bit disappointed. Now, of course, in true Oprah fashion, she only gave us part one. 
Oh. You gotta tune back in for part two. But the headline everyone's talking about is that he says retirement is probably sooner rather than later. And like, we get it. He's Obviously. 40. Like, what the ha- Why are we like, what? He also said he eats donuts occasionally and everyone's like, what? Like, I don't know, man. Just like, yeah, cool. Good for you. Good luck on everything. Play as long as you can. We love that. But we don't need to do this. I realize now that, like, I've never met Tom Brady and I would love to interview him and I'm just completely talking myself out of it at this point. (laughs) But I think everybody overreacted. So next story. Uh, What else? Edwarder. Oh, do you want to talk about that? Well, I want to hear what you think about it. <sighs> okay, so uh, so Charlotte Wilder. This was on what day was this? Monday. I think it was Monday. It was Monday. Yes, because I woke up from a, a Nyquil coma, like <laughs> rolled over in bed and was like, "What's happening?" Oh, <laughs> what? Charlotte Wilder, who full disclosure and who cares, is a friend of mine. That's because we're both women and we work in sports media and we all tend to stick together, which is kind of what the point of the story is. Uh, she works at Sports Illustrated now, and they're hiring, so she tweeted out a link to a job thing to apply and said, you know, this is a cool opportunity, you should apply, especially if you're a woman trying to get into sports, you should message me, DMs are open. Uh, pretty innocuous to me. Then Ed Werder, who used to work here at ESPN, uh, but doesn't, but does not, replied, uh, quote tweeted her and said, so men need not apply? Any others ineligible, which is hot, fr- hot coming in hot, Ed. Good morning. It was 10 a.m. So Charlotte said, oh, wow, you're right, Ed. Sorry for attempting to make sports media more than 10% female. My bad. Ed, quote, tweeted that again and said, I just always associated SI with hiring the best regardless of race, sex, and other factors. Then at this point, Mina hopped in, Mina Kimes, who, full disclosure, I know because she's a woman in sports media and we <laughs> tend to stick together because there aren't that many of us. That's kind of where the story's going. She said, you know, Charlotte was encouraging women to apply to a position, and it isn't the same thing as excluding men. It's helping female applicants network, which can be a challenge given the massive gender imbalance in our industry, which I'm sure you know exists. Do you think Ed was done? No, probably not. Ed was not not done. (laughs) Ed, quote, tweeted Mina and said, read her original post as an aspiring young male sports writer, which wouldn't I love? I'd love to read a lot of things as an aspiring young male. I have to read them as a female because that's how I was born. Uh, As an aspiring young male sports writer... And tell me she's not disqualifying you from getting the job. All right. I, uh, I'm i just uh, – we're just going to make this a don't at me because I feel very strongly. And I'm going to try not to get that mad because, like, there's got to be, if enough reasonable people feel this way, it's got to be a, a, a point they're just not understanding. And maybe hopefully I can help somebody to understand it because I was like, what's happening right now as I was reading this all on Monday? And I – I still want to know what's happening. So we're going to unpack. Um, amplifying a post to women or encouraging women to apply to a job listing is not the same as excluding men from getting a job. There's a weird disconnect in logic that keeps happening in these conversations about applying for a job and getting a job. They're like, let's start there, right? There was no time where where Charlotte was like, we're hiring a woman for this position, so contact me. She said, apply, especially if you're a woman, uh, which means they just want to get more women applicants. You could apply, especially if you're anything, 
it's you still go into the pool of applicants from whom the finalists or the employee is chosen. So trying to increase the amount of women that apply, I saw a lot of people ch- chiming in on this conversation on Twitter, being like, "Oh, it's like affirmative action. Oh, you're just giving jobs to women or people based on their race, or they're not. No one's getting a job here. <laughs> they're applying for a job. They're putting their resume in to be considered for a job. And if they're not qualified for it, or they're not the best, which everyone's argument was, I think you should just hire the best. That's the point of." Collecting resumes and posting a job listing so that you can take your pool of applicants and select the best. So if you're freaking out about amplifying a job to a section of people that don't often apply for these types of jobs, then what are you really afraid of? Like, what's your actual issue? You're still allowed to apply. It doesn't say men need not apply. It said, especially if you're a woman, please apply, because as I, you and I, Ashley, can attest to, as people who hire, who have been in the process of looking for employees to work on a thing we're working on, women tend to not apply as much to these types of positions. And statistics have shown that that's because, for a number of reasons, obviously sports being a male-dominated industry, but statistics have shown that women will only apply to things if we meet 100% of the qualifications, whereas men will apply if they meet 60, which is wild. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a, a big discrepancy. And the thing that really bothers me about all of this is when people act like the world started yesterday. People act like you wanted equality. Well, then you don't get to say, um, especially women. Cause imagine if I wrote especially men and they act like those are the same thing. As if especially men hasn't been the subtext of every job post for a very long time yep. before women were allowed into the workforce, before women were taken seriously and able to work in sports journalism. Like that's been the subtext of every job posting, whether You don't have to say it explicitly. So saying, oh, I couldn't say especially men. Yeah, you couldn't because men would apply to that job even if it said men don't apply (laughs) because men are confident. Men have connections in this industry that women just don't have connections that Charlotte is trying to make by saying, hey, reach out to me. You may not get the job. I'm not making any guarantees, but let's meet. Let's talk. Let's see how I can help because that's how you change the demographic of people in these hiring pools by by reaching out to them. Like when somebody wants to hire somebody at a network, a sports network, or maybe a paper, but I can only speak to what I know. I watch people get hired at sports networks and they're usually like, oh, I know a guy I used to work with over at blank or there was this guy I used to work with that moved over to this other company, but then he got laid off. So let's go grab him. It's who you already knew. And they're just picking from those people that is if as long as that continues, it's impossible for women to break into that because the world didn't start yesterday. Men have a head start. White men have a head start. That's not anyone's fault. No one's mad at white men about it. It's just if you want to actually say like, damn, that's not fair. Let's fix it. You've got to help people who have been told forever that they're not as good as that person or they better only apply if they have every single thing 
when, you know, a, a dude might just have the confidence to apply and just get it because he crushed the interview. All women are asking for is the ability to go in and get that same interview. They're not asking you to interview them if they're not qualified. All Charlotte was saying was apply. You are probably more qualified than you think. Just apply. If this sounds like something you know how to do, apply. If you're not qualified, you're not going to make it through the next round. Like, like I was just saying, as somebody who is trying to hire people, when we got resumes, we got how many hundreds of resumes for a producer position we posted. How many would you say were men percentage? At least 90. At least 90 percent were men. And we didn't meet with all of them. We, we narrowed it down to candidates. But we you said, you know, sometimes you put your Twitter thing or you look them up on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. How many people of color would you say applied? <sighs> Again, from the ones you looked at, maybe 10 percent were people of color. And so how many women of color applied? <laughs> it's got to be two. Yeah. I'm going to say the my best guess is two. And that's the problem. Is that you, you make this kind of a statement where you're like, please apply if you're a woman, especially if you're a person of color. This job is for you. Just please apply. And white men drown that out with how dare you. That's discrimination. Yada, yada, yada. You already have a 90% advantage in the hiring pool. And you're mad at that, te- that 90 shrinking the tiniest little bit. Odds are, because of the way things are right now, you're going to get the job. The job's going to go to a white dude. Like, that's how, that's the, it's a numbers game. What Charlotte is trying to do and what we've had conversations about, Ashley and I, after this round of interviews and this hiring situation that we were in, I'm like, we got to be doing more just to get the word out that people need to apply. Mm-hmm. And sure, maybe then we look at all the resumes and we're like, well, I guess this is how this works out. We're hiring this person. But at least then you're feeling like you're not missing people. Right now it feels like there's got to be more people out there that just feel are talking themselves out of this job. And it's wild to me, wild, that someone can say, please apply, even if you're this underrepresented group in the applications pool. And it can become an Internet controversy where people are like, you couldn't say that about men. One of Edwarder's tweets towards the end of all this. Somebody said to him, did you get laid off from ESPN in favor of a woman? Why so upset? And Ed quoted that and said, because next week I'm going to be standing in front of a broadcasting class of young people and some will be males. And I have to tell them they have the same chance at jobs like those uh, like those ones as all others. Well, you'd be lying to them, Ed, because they have a much higher chance of getting those jobs and spreading this kind of. False narrative is so – it would make me angry if I didn't think it was uh, – trying to think it came from a genuine – I don't know. Ed's had tough – getting any – I sympathize for anyone who gets laid off from a job. But, dude, you can't – you can't act like somebody encouraging a 10% of the hiring pool to grow to 15 or 20 is someone stealing a job from you because it's not an, an – to say that you think that white that males are going to be sitting in a classroom like, well, I don't know. They're only hiring women now. Like, why are they letting you into a classroom if that's something you truly believe? Because that's factually entirely inaccurate. Because the 2018 
Associated Press uh, sports editors racial and gender report cards. A thing they do where they check up on how we're doing. We got an F in gender diversity. An F. A B for racial diversity in hiring. And overall, a D+. 90% of sports editors... 70% of assistant sports editors, 83% of columnists, 89% of reporters, and 80% of copy editors slash designers, male. In the sports industry? In the sports industry. So if you're walking into a classroom being like, I know, I know, they want women and people of color, you're being so disingenuous, I can't can't actually wrap my head around that. Can I ask a question, Kitty? I probably won't have an answer, but you sure can. So the way that I read this was Charlotte was just saying, like, especially if you're a woman like me. So there's a demographic that is important to her, right? Like you were saying, she wants to be able to get other women into the industry because she knows how hard it is. You know how hard it is for women to get into sports media. So you want to be able to help others that have the same passion, but you don't have as easy of a time as a woman as you would if you were a male, correct? That's the way that I read it. It was just... I care about you. I want to be able to help you. DM me if you want to apply for this job. Yeah, and listen, here's the interesting thing. Like, she was explicit because we have to be explicit because we're uh, women will overlook nuance to be like, well, she's not talking to me. She must be talking to, like, dudes and stuff, you know, people who've worked in sports before. Like, we have to be explicit to be like, yes, you, you there, apply for this job. Men in this industry will share on their Twitter uh, job postings. And it's not their fault. They're not being explicit. But who follows male sports producers? A lot of times it's other people who work in sports who are men who want jobs. And so they have these connections and the ability to see these posts that women who aren't in the sports industry are not going to see. So I guess the the positive side of everything that happened is like this amplified Charlotte's job post. <laughs> she said she got a bunch of uh, women that responded. She also said, uh, I texted her and was like, you know, it's funny is like, even if you had said men don't apply, I bet you'd still get like 60% of it would be dudes. And she was like, yeah, most of the DMs I've gotten today so far are dudes. It's just like it, it, and that's again, good for you. Go get your job. Go get your job. Always get your secure the bag. Get after <laughs> the job that you want. I advocate for that for everybody. My issue is this weird false equivalence of Increasing women and people of color in who are applying for a job and uh, saying that, well, it shouldn't it go to the best? Yeah, you're applying. If you're the best, don't worry. You'll make it to the next round and they'll talk to you. But like, man, the race didn't just start. The race started years ago. You guys got a huge head start. And so just saying, I think women should be allowed to be in sports media is is awesome. That is a step. But that's not progress. Progress you have to work for. You have, you have to put in the work and do something to help people. And this is what progress looks like. And I know it's uncomfortable. I know you're scared. Everyone's scared. But it there's uh, we can't be spreading already from one post this false narrative that like, yeah, we're just giving out jobs to women and people of color white man is the devil like no no one said that look around the office and there's plenty of them here and they work hard and it's not about that it's about like getting diverse people and voices in 
to feel like they're welcome to try to come in the door because they have not been told that for a long time. And you have. That's what's so weird. It, it feels like Ed is, was trying to find a problem with, cause if I, so as a veteran, right? If I said exactly what Charlotte said, this is especially a very cool opportunity, vet, yeah. especially if you're a veteran trying to get into sports, you should message me. My DMs are open, which Ed, I'm sure would have no problem with. You know why? Because I have, I have so many veterans that will message me and say, I'm, I would love to get into fantasy. I would love to get into this. Can you give me a help? You know, once you get out of the military, it's scary trying to figure out how am I going to make decisions on my own now? Yeah. And there would be no problem with that. So why it just, uh, I would say probably because veterans are, uh, dudes. Probably. And when you think about veterans, you think of, of males, white males. Mm hmm. Well, I think of males, but it just, I don't know. It, it really bummed me out of like, what are we even having this conversation for? She just said apply. Like, I've amplified job postings th- through, uh, uh, have a group of, a networking group of women that, uh, and, and maybe some of them apply, maybe some of them won't. You know, the position we were hiring for before, we hired a white dude. And that's cause he was the, the best fit that we met of all the people that we met. But still in the back of my mind, I'm like, I feel like we didn't meet everybody. I feel like we could have met more people. Got to move when you got to move. But I, I, we had this conversation a bunch. Ashley, Ashley's just nodding her head like, yeah, I know. We talk about this every day. Like, we got to do something about making sure we're reaching people and, and, and motivating the people who feel like they normally are excluded, like they're included. And then you hire the best one you talk to. Right. Like, chill out about that. I've never met someone who's like, yeah, I really wanted to hire this dude, but I'm going to hire a black woman instead just because I have to. I've never heard that in my life. In my life. And how dare you discount somebody's applying and going and getting that job and being like, oh, diversity hire. Like enough, people. No one's stealing anything from anyone. I know it's tough. I know you want a job, but like. We're not the enemy. Amplifying it to women are not the enemy. I mean, unless you really think you're just not qualified and the more people that apply, the less of a chance you have to get the job. That's the only reason I could see that you'd be. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Is that a 75-minute don't at me? I mean, it was close. Does it matter, though? Doesn't matter. No. I mean, all the other stuff. Like, what else do we need to talk about? (laughs) Can we talk about Phil Mickelson? Yes, please. Please. Um... So, again, don't know if I mentioned this, but my brother got married this weekend to Julie, my sister. Ooh. Yay! I'm a big sister, which is a terrible idea. Oh, boy. Point is, I was at a wedding, so I didn't get to watch uh, until a guest was like, can you believe Phil? And I was like, my cousin Phil, what did he do? <laughs> and they were like, no, Phil Mickelson. And I was like, what did he do? <laughs> and I didn't believe it till I saw the video. If you didn't see, I'm sure you did. Who cares? But he was, you know, got frustrated. Everybody was having a bad day uh, on that course. And he uh, hit the ball while it was still rolling. He missed the hole on a putt. He ran over, like, did the little jog. You recognize it's a dad jog of like, oop, going to go get that little thing. And then tapped it again. Which is not allowed. No, it's not allowed. <laughs> this isn't a putt putt. <laughs> We're not on Cape Cod playing mini golf. You can't do that. What do you have? His caddy come stand by the hole with his legs, with his feet in a V so that there's like a backboard. You can't do that. But he did it. And Phil of all people, 
who's like the integrity of the game guy. Wacky. Then he says that he did it like the math. He was like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to have to chase the ball down and putt and then putt and then putt. So I knew it would be a two-stroke penalty, and so I just took it. No, you didn't. <laughs> what? Nope. No, you didn't. Just be like, I, I'm annoyed, dude. Yeah. I haven't won this one yet. I'd like to win the U.S. Open. I'm clearly not going to today. I am pissed. Don't you golf? Like, golf feels like one of those sports you can do that the most in. A hockey player can't be like, don't you play hockey? You know what happens when a guy gets in your face. Because most people don't. Mm. Like, don't you play baseball? Well, now some people are in leagues, but not that many. Don't you golf? Viewer at home, everybody watching would be like, yeah, I felt that way before. I totally get it. You're mad. I've been mad. You're not allowed to even drink on the course. I found <laughs> out this weekend. Why would you be a professional golfer? Well, it's their job. Yeah. So I You're drink on my job. You're not to drink on the job. Says who? <laughs> not beer less we Not our co-host. <laughs> but it's just like, I, golf feels like one of those sports you can look down barrel to the viewer and be like, did the wrong thing, but man, who among us? Am I right? And people would be like, he's so right. He is so right. Uh, but no, that's not what happened. He said, I did the math. And he apparently did. He got a two-stroke penalty. Didn't get disqualified because they said uh, that he he did not stop or deflect the ball. He continued to hit a moving ball, which, sure, but nah. I don't he deflected the ball back towards the hole. <laughs> he didn't keep hitting it down the hill. He deflected. Whatever. N- neither here nor there. I just wanted to know if you believed him, that that's really what he did. No. No, of course not. That's it. That's film. That's This has been golf. <laughs> this has been golf. I suck so bad at golf that I've stopped playing. Well, I go still. I just drink, and I've already said this, I think. Drink and drive the golf cart, which you're allowed to do, probably, maybe. That's a real hard sport. Like it's, 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 it is tough. You can't, uh, being an amateur golfer, if you've never done it, it's amateur. not, yeah. It's actually yes, amateur golfer. For amateur. whatever reason, they don't, those ones, amateur. Um, yeah, I, my muscle memory of my, of a swing is baseball, softball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I must, I hit the ball at a weird angle and it slices every time. So I, I could say, do the work and fix it and I should. Why? Kind of to go back to the don't at me because it's a really good networking thing to have. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, I don't play, you miss out on things. So it's like, oh, shit, I got to kind of learn how to golf. But also at the same time, I'm like, or I could just play Fortnite. <laughs> so that's where we're at on that. <clears throat> but I'd be a better liar than Phil Mickelson, I'll tell you that much. Um, Another thing I just want to talk about real quick is the, uh, if it's all right with you guys, I want to talk about the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Monday um. on the... Uh, on the Department of Justice Inspector General's report on the FBI's handling of its investigation of the, what? did you see the Senate Judiciary Committee no. hearing on Monday? About what? Um here's uh, why I want to talk about it. Ashley, you look horrified. You really wait, are you joking? So in the background of that, which aired on I don't know, C SPAN, one of those networks where people actually watch Senate Judiciary Committee hearings. A reporter for the Washington Examiner, Kelly Cohen. <sighs> Got news that uh, Barry Trotz was resigning as head coach of the Capitals and reacted in the best way possible. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And I've now decided I might start watching Senate Judiciary Committee hearings 
<laughs> just for the background entertainment. <laughs> She's sitting there, like, right in the shot, and she can't possibly know. And you just see, like, her hand goes over her mouth. She, like, shuts, she, like, starts furiously typing on her phone. I'm like, love that. I love that. I love, you should probably be paying attention, but I love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what part you're missing. Right. Like, have you ever watched a movie with somebody on the couch? Yes. And they start, you have? That's it. That's the only question. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no. And they start talking during a part and you just look at them and you like pause it and you're like, I, we have to know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. If we talk through it, we're going to miss all the important stuff. It felt like, uh, lady, maybe we should, but I loved it. Maybe the, maybe the hearing was distracting her from the important stuff. Damn right! <laughs> hey! Ashley is the queen of stick to sports. If you ever need a stick to sports ambassador, just hire Ashley. I know she's a woman. Maybe you could give the job <laughs> to a man. But, uh, she will shout you down the second you say anything like, well, I don't know. I feel like being a pitcher trumps being a... She's like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Very good at it. Anyway, this was all a long setup to say, kind of crazy Barry Trotz is out, huh? Yeah. And I'm wondering, I mean, we knew, people knew or suspected it was coming because he had, uh, he was, his contract was up, but he could get an extension if he won the cup. But then, like, he was going to want to capitalize on, like, I want a real deal because I just won the cup and I did all this stuff. So he was, they had negotiations and were trying to meet in the middle and they didn't. And so he left. That's what happens. I'm curious, like, that's got to be tough. Would you be able to leave on a high like that? And have mm. the the presence of mind and the wherewithal to be like, don't settle for what they give you. You gotta go get more. Like, I don't think I've ever done anything like that before. <laughs> but I could, I bet, hypothetically, I would say it's a really tough thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It people. I mean, it, I guess it would be. It's different if you're like retiring. We have that conversation with athletes a lot of like retire on right. top. Yeah. But like leave your team after they just won and you can go defend, you know, your Stanley Cup in the hopes of getting hired by another team. Right. To f- potentially face your team. You just took to the cup. Yeah. Oof, that's that's tough. tough. That is tough. People are going to be mad about it. Especially that lady. She was uh <laughs> certainly in her emotions. Top, you think you could do it? I don't think so. No, it'd be really. I mean, that's that's one of those things where, like, I think one thing now, and I can say one thing to you now. But if I was actually in that situation, I think my mindset would be different than what I would tell you in this moment. Yeah, that's fair. We all kind of lie when we talk about ourselves. Like, I could never. And then you're in the moment. You're like, I did. Yeah, (laughs) like I, I think I, I I would like, I would like to hope I have enough self awareness to say, like, I would. No, of course. Yeah, no big deal. Like, I could definitely do that. But then, like, once I'm there, like, I don't think. That's hard, man. Like, That's would you leave decision. the fantasy show right now to stay on this show forever? Oh, yeah, of course. See, he's lying. He's lying right to our faces. <laughs> Not even in the same studio as you. Think about it. Uh, all right. I feel like we should start wrapping it up, but oh, we're missing something. What are we missing? Me, me, pick me. Ashley? Pick me. Uh, Bachelorette update. Doodle-doo-doo. Was that the same news? Sound effect I did. I think so. Maybe maybe it changes. Bachelorette update. Doodle doo. Maybe it changes every week. Who's to say? Who gives a shit? Dop, you weren't even here last week. Gosh. Deal with it. Go ahead, Ashley. It's your time. Hi, I'm Ashley Brabant here. Hi, you're Ashley. Oh, sorry, I know that's my She was so cute. She was so cute. She said hi, and I was like, "Hello." All right, sorry, guys, I'm gonna go. No, go ahead. for your bachelorette Why did I even come into work today? Let her go. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Uh, big news. No, start oh, over. Hi. hi, I'm Ashley Brabant here for your Bachelorette update. Hi. That's so cute. <laughs> big news this week, guys. We found out two big things about Lincoln. Lincoln. One fun, one not so fun. Ooh. Do you want the fun one or the not fun one first? Let's start with the fun one. The fun one, he thinks the earth is flat. That's fun. Yeah. That's the fun one. That's the fun one. That's the not not fun one? That's not the not fun one? The not fun no. one. No. Are we wait, Are we allowed to talk about it or do we need to find out the not fun? Are they related? No. Okay, let's talk about that then. Okay, go. He's a flat earther. He is. This is a thing. Yeah. It's 2018. We've reached a point where we have to call them flat earth. Like they're a thing again. <laughs> yeah. What is his, did he give his logic in any way, shape, or form? Um, it was it, it, kind of hard to follow along A little spotty. With. He kept saying friction. What does like, that, that have a, to do with a thing, it, any of it? That was kind of what I was asking myself the whole time. Does he know people have sailed around the world before? Unclear. Okay. And are we, do we think he's doing it as a bit? I do not, no. We, do we genuinely believe? Mm-hmm. This is what he genuinely believes. Mm-hmm. Did he do the thing where he's like, I don't know why you believe all the propaganda that the government tells you. It, it more just like, yeah, I don't know. We, we should question this. Oh, right? we did one of those. Question yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the Geno Smith take all, too? It's a lot of it. Everybody who does that is like, question everything. You know, have be skeptical. It's like, not right now. Not right now. Right now, I'd like facts that are facts. Like that the sky is blue because of the reflection okay, of, the, okay, okay. of the ocean off the particles. Yeah. Okay, what's the not-so-fun thing? Because I didn't love the fun thing. He was convicted of indecent assault and battery. Yo! Yeah, he got convicted in May for a thing he did on a This cru- May? This May. This May! For a thing he did on a cruise ship in 2016. 2016! So, like, how did they not do that background check? Or did they do that background <sighs> check and not care? Yeah, it's tough. You know what, Ashley? Question everything. No, you got a question, like, who convicted him? Like, what even, what even is a conviction? Is it, uh, real or is it? In the X-Files. Is there just a lot of friction? There's you know? a lot of friction in a conviction. <laughs> you know? It's a confriction. Oh, man. Wait. What? And they let him on the show? So he's out. Uh, he's still in it as of right now. Oh, good. Yeah. He has not been eliminated. Oh, joy. Uh, you know who did get eliminated? Who got eliminated over... Did she not find out yet? Like, does she know he was arrested for a... Um, I don't know. I don't... I mean, he doesn't... He's not a front runner. Okay. But okay. I don't know if what, she knows. Sorry. Go ahead. What? Who got... Who did uh, get rid of... Mike got eliminated. Oh, Stop. pro I'm football so sorry. talk or whatever. Uh, I liked him Little a lot. Focus. And also Kristen. <gasps> oh no! So the only one left with all three of their choices is me. Wow. I, oh, did you? you no, you had Kristen. I did. Yeah. Oh. So the You'd only call- one left with all three of their choices is none <laughs> of us. No one. Yeah. None of us. She had her one-on-one with problematic Garrett, which was just hard to watch because she's super into him. He's, What's Garrett's deal again? He's the Instagram liker of all the like oh, problematic yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the guy who fell off the bunk bed had LeBron eye. It was gross. It was real red. Ew. Not fun to look at. Not cute. Yeah. Um, there was an amazing quote. Oh, I wrote it in my phone. Hold on. This is important. Bachelorette update is brought to you by <laughs> the Black Tops. Oh, I got. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. It's time for your Bachelorette update. We're halfway through. Traffic on the ones and twos. There's a something on the high 90, and you should bring change because the uh, fast lane isn't working. Back to you, Ashley. That was amazing. Thank you. This quote. 
This is a risk, going into a rose ceremony with a tracksuit on. But this is the time <laughs> to put it all out on the line. Hell yeah. He got eliminated. Oh, damn it. Yeah, it was That's a real who, bummer. Garrett? That was Nick. Oh. Nick's, uh, big week for John. How do you eliminate a tracksuit? She didn't eliminate him that rose ceremony. Oh. It was the next one. When he didn't wear a tracksuit. didn't wear the Yeah, because once you wear a tracksuit, your tracksuit guy, you better rock that tracksuit or elevate Every rose ceremony following. Mm-hmm. He was in a regular suit. And he went suit. back to a suit? Yeah. Of course you're getting eliminated, silly. you idiot. Silly, silly. When did you see Run DMC in a suit? Never. Never. Track suit. Once you go track suit, you never go back suit. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Big week for your boy, John, Mr. Venmo. He was in a lumberjack challenge and he crushed it. He won a golden axe. It was a big deal. He huh? did a really good job. Look, I'm sorry. He won a golden axe? Yeah. Did he want that? Uh... Probably would have just taken a rose. Yeah, he did get one of those eventually, okay. too. So they that was gave that. him an axe made of gold. Yeah, they had like a lumberjack challenge, and he and Becca gave out like her MVP award, and she gave it to John. This show is admittedly stupider if you don't watch it. It's pretty dumb even when you watch it, I know, it, to be fair. but <laughs> I used to be like, no, guys, just watch it, I swear. But hearing you recap everything, I'm like, what? Now I know how my, my listeners felt before. Mm. The, big, more? the biggest controversy, okay. yeah, is Jean Blanc said he was falling in love with Becca. And she was like, no, nah, we're not on the same page. See you later. And then as they're walking out, he's like, uh, I didn't actually mean that. Why'd you say it then, idiot? I just thought it's what you wanted to hear. And so she real freak, she freaked out big time. Good. Yeah. What'd, she say to his, what'd she say to him? She was, she basically said. It's almost worse that way. Yeah. I'd rather you love me than be telling me you love me because you think that's what I want to hear. Now you're extra eliminated. Right. Now I'm going to make the producers go back and scrub through and take out all footage of you ever even being on this show because fuck you. You're here for the wrongest reasons. The wrongest reasons. The wrongest reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that you call it a controversy, controversy. because his name is Jean. So it's a controversy. <laughs> I thought one time we were going to gloss over me mispronouncing No, why something. would we do that? Turns out, no. God, keep you on your toes. <laughs> and that was your Bachelorette update. Da, 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 da. What was that uh, song you played, Duff? Is that like 2020? I recognize that. That was the ABC da, News da, da, breaking da, sounder. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Very on brand, ABC. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna get to one more voicemail, right, Dop? I know we went long, but it, that's fine. We got time, right? It happens. Yeah, we got time. All right, we're gonna do that right after I tell you Bachelor Update was brought to you by <laughs> uh, no, the podcast today, sponsored by Black Tux. Ash, how do you want me to do this? I did so fine on the other two. When there's three, I get stressed. Yeah. Yeah, she says with no sympathy. Well, I think this will be a good vehicle for you to express that stress. Okay. I would like you to do this ad read like you're in one of MTV's confessionals. Normally, I don't like talk a lot of smack. Like, I'm not that person. Ask anybody who knows me. It's not a thing that I do. The problem is, it's just like, Steve is stupid. (laughs) Like, he doesn't even understand that wedding season is upon us, right? And like, you're going to be doing it big. You're going to go out for all of your buddies' weddings. If you're bringing a date, you want to look fresh. And if you're not, you want to look even fresher. Like, duh, Steve. But it has to be convenient. Like, if you want to look good, it's got to be convenient. That's what my mother always said. (laughs) That's where the blacktux.com comes in. (laughs) <laughs> he walks into the room and he's like, uh, <laughs> the black tux has awesome suits and tuxedos in all kinds of styles. You can rent easily and conveniently online. Like it's so easy. Like 
Andy could figure out how to do it. <laughs> and Andy is literally, like literally, the stupidest person I've ever seen in my life. The black tux offers the kind of suits and tuxedo styles that would normally be like super duper expensive to buy and you might only wear it once. Like, okay, I saw one, the emerald shawl tuxedo. Go look it up. It's like, it's cool. It's like sexy. It's like totally funky. But like, how many times are you going to wear an emerald green tuxedo? Like, you're not bananas. Like Johnny would wear that everywhere. Uh, but you're a normal human, so you wouldn't. And so, like, you're probably going to wear it once. So with the black tux, you can, like, do you and listen to your heart. Go for some crazy look for, like, your one-time event. Try something out different. Uh, if you're still a little hesitant about how you're going to look in a green suit, well, then the black tux free home try-on lets you see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event, a thing I'd love to do with boyfriends because then that whole... Stefan situation wouldn't have happened. But it did, and we're here, and I feel so, like, I'm so over it. Like, I could, I could not be more over it if you paid me. After you order, your suit arrives 14 days before your big day, and if anything's less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a replacement right away. Again, wish I had that with my boyfriends. Wish I had that with my boyfriends. Then you wear it, right? You put it on, you turn heads, everyone's like, oh my god, uh, uh Mike, you look like so, it's just a list of men's names because I always, that's I, the part that I, I freeze up on I every just, time. That's amazing. And then you send it back three days after your event. Shipping free both ways. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. And look, I don't, again, I don't normally do this, but because I feel like we've been talking and like we're, Whatever, I'm gonna get, I can give you the, like, $20 off your first purchase on theblacktux.com. You go to theblacktux.com slash Nolan today. That's theblacktux.com slash Nolan for $20 off your purchase. Uh, don't tell any of the other guys I told you that because I don't like them and they threw my stuff into the pool. And, like, that's, uh, that's a huge, like, that's a, you crossed a line. There aren't a lot of things you can do to cross a line with me, and that's one of them. Congrats. You found the one thing that set me off, and I will not let go of this for the rest of my life. I'm going to take this to the grave forever. I hate you. The Black Tux. Premium rental suits and tuxedos delivered. I got a lot out. Wow. That's really good. I did a lot with my hands. It's not a visual medium. Your hands are really nice. Did a lot with my hands. Your list is fantastic. John, Mike, Steve, Andy, and bananas. <laughs> and of course, I used bananas at a time that it could have been the adjective, and so it didn't make any sense. I gotta get better at names. It's the thing that, free, you know, you got like little ticks that freeze you up. Yep. Anywho, Dop, you want to play that last voicemail there? Yeah, yep. Yeah, here we okay, go. Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm Eli, and I just want to say I'm a gigantic fan. I love the podcast so much, and um, I'm here to leave a voicemail. And I just wanted to ask, I'm heading into middle school next year, and I want to know what laptop I should get. Love you, minute. Bye. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I hoped you guys would like that. Oh, my God. He said, leave up a voicemail. <laughs> he said it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, he did it better than you. It's so much better than me. <laughs> Great job, Eli. Eli, my man, thank you for calling. You just made my week. And my brother just got married. <laughs> uh, heading to middle school, wants to know what kind of laptop he should get. First of all, I hate middle school. <laughs> Your experience can be very different than mine. Embrace that you are cool no matter what anybody tells you, even when your your quote-unquote best friend is uh, pretending to break up with her boyfriend in front of the entire class at the lunchroom because she knows that you had a crush on him. And then he asks you out in front of the entire school in the lunchroom and you say, sure. And then she says, like, psych, just kidding, and hugs him and walks out and you're left alone crying and everyone's laughing at you. Even when that happens, just know you're cool and all those people suck. So that's... My laptop advice. <laughs> no, that's first of all. Mm-hmm. Middle school's tough, but you got this, kid. Uh, what kind of laptop? I haven't bought a laptop in a long time. So I don't want to like suggest the laptop that I have from work and have him be like his or his parents be like, "Are you effing kidding me?" That is a very expensive laptop. Yeah. Uh, what's the one you got, Ash? It doesn't look too pricey. <laughs> She's got that Lenovo ThinkPad. I believe that one's from the 80s. I just bought a Microsoft Surface Pro, which is like both a laptop and a tablet that you How can you draw like on. I actually really like it a lot. I've been an Apple person for a really long time. Yeah. But I really enjoy being able to like flip the keyboard up and then it just sticks to it. And then if I want to take it off as a tablet, like it has a little stand that folds just out. Just like that lady in the Pacific Rim commercial who's like, man, without uh, this, I never would have known where to drop these gigantic robots because it wouldn't have been realistic. Yep. It's like, you mean the gigantic robots part wasn't? Yeah. So you it actually is doing what you wanted it to do. It, it is. Belichick doesn't love a Surface Pro. Wow. Well, right? Isn't that what he threw? <laughs> that is. He did throw it. Yeah. I like it because also it wasn't crazy expensive. Laptops yeah, are so I, expensive I nowadays. I bet that's cool for a kid to have in middle school when you could be doing all types of creative stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to get something light because nothing's worse than a heavy laptop. Laptops in middle school? That's already happening? I think so, yeah. Man, I remember when I was in middle school, my dad would bring home his work laptop and we could play solitaire on it. And that was like a cool, like, oh my God, the, the computer's home. And we would play lap, play solitaire. I don't remember laptops in middle school at all. I mean, middle school or high school. I don't I just know that like, no, because in high school we had like a computer and I don't know. I just remember thinking it was so cool I could sit in my bed and play a game. Like, yeah, you... Solitaire's not really that hard to play without the computer, Kate. It's a game you play alone with cards. So Yeah, but the way they amazing. celebrate once you won. <laughs> that confetti was something else. <laughs> it was so like, cool. Woo-hoo! And then all the, the bouncing yeah. cards. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, dude, you're getting a Dell. Does Dell still make? Oh, yeah, they still do. I should, put, I should look into this about laptops and get back to you with better advice. Because it's a gen- he's asking a real question, and we're really not helping. Yeah, we're I not. Have a, I have a. I feel like I totally helped. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You didn't help at all, Doc. Well, no, you did. You're surface. You said surface. Maybe Eli is the kid who pretended to break up with my friend so that he could crush me in front of the. You know, maybe I'm talking to the enemy here, but I don't think so. No, I don't. I think so. Eli sounds like my favorite. Because he left us a voice. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, luff, luff, luff. All right, I feel like that's it. 
What are you laughing at? Good luck with your laptop. I know. You were looking at me waiting for me to give a real answer. I don't know where you thought I was going to pull that from. The sky? I use Mac stuff. It's easier for me. I'm used to it. It took me a while to get used to. I think in general, Macs are considered cooler than PCs. Well, I've also heard that the reason people all started with that is because you couldn't get a virus. But now, I've heard, I think you can. I don't know. I know nothing about laptops. Nada. I just take the ones they give me for work. Mm. And I'm like, give me that nice one. Cool. That has been golf. This <laughs> Laptops. <one>? Golf. <laughs> I got a retina display. I know I love that. Don't know what it means. On your laptop? Yep. It's a something about a something about the screen's real nice. Yep. It's a good screen. Yep. Big old screen. It's got Siri. I never use it. I always hit it by accident. Hold up. <laughs> Oh, you waited so... She tried to say, hold on to the mic, and then almost sneezed directly into the mic. You didn't have to say, hold on. You could have just sneezed. Why'd you do that? Because I, I, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right, that's it uh, for this week's edition of Sports. Ashley, is it sports? Sports? Are you saying sports? Is it sports or sports? Shout out to our sponsors, Stitch Vic, SeatGeek, and the Black Tux. And a, a big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later when you get home. Honestly, you can just like put it on on your phone and leave the room and do whatever. I don't judge. Do whatever you want to do with your time. You don't even have to listen. You just come back and it's chill. Do whatever you want. Just make sure you push play. Uh, or you could leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast or shoot a tweet to Big Boss Man at Connor Shell. That's two N's, an S, a C, an H, and then two L's. With other letters in there, I just wanted to make the those are the question mark parts of the word. Uh, we love your reviews because you guys are super funny, funnier than at least dog. What? On it, sometimes he had one really good joke he today. Crushed that. That was really good. Yeah. Um. But anyway, our view, our listeners are funny. Uh, like Ian E. Sadler, who wrote, "I listen to sports every single day." but only in 15-minute segments because that's how long my commute is. If the segment gets really good, I'll accidentally leave something at home and need to turn around to finish. Happened twice last week. I think my boss is on to me. I love this podcast. (laughs) Mean it. (laughs) The only reason I think that story might not be true is because he said, if a segment gets really good, as if we're not constantly crushing it. We don't have that many segments. Also, getting 15-minute <laughs> intervals, it's got to take you three days to get through this thing. <laughs> Ain't that right, Doc? Yep. Didn't you miss this? A ton. Didn't you miss when I'm like, today's the day we're going to go through it fast, and then it, guess what? It's I was wrong. It's not your fault, and you weren't wrong. It's never my fault, and I'm never wrong. And lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voice, man. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. What was that? Now that I said you could replace this, <laughs> You said, you said, leave us. <laughs> no. What are you doing? I, I might just cut out just Eli just doing it and just Eli play it every it time. I'm going to tee up Eli Dopp and then you put him in sing. <laughs> and lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voice mail at 860-506-5571. You went, leave us a roar for Leave us a voice Leave us a voice mail, you see? Ooh. Okay. No, Old that's like the, no, that's like the, <laughs> Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Doc. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Leave us a voice, my Okay.
Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.